Thanks for joining us today. I'm Steve. And I'm Jennifer. And together we founded Fetch the Sun in 2019. With this being our inaugural episode, we're going to discuss some tips for keeping you and your dog safe on the many outdoor adventures we hope this podcast encourages you to embark upon. We also have a visitor of the month with us today, Lisa Riddle with the Uncommon Canine, who is an experienced dog trainer that's been applying the positive reinforcement method for over 20 years. Hi guys, thanks for having me on the podcast. It's an honor to be here. We're also going to be talking to Rancho Coastal Humane Society, Fetch the Sun's animal rescue donation partner for March 2023. For every sale we make in the month of March, we'll donate a portion back to this amazing animal shelter. Welcome to Fetch the Sun, the podcast for dogs and humans who love adventure. We're here to help you make the most of your outdoor experiences with your furry friend. From choosing the right gear and preparing for your adventure to expert advice on how to train your pups safely, we'll cover it all. Plus, we'll be discussing our current animal rescue efforts along the way. So join us as we explore this exciting journey together. Now let's get ready to set out on our next amazing Fetch the Sun adventure. Welcome to our first episode of our Fetch the Sun podcast. We've just been joined by Judy Sanzo, the amazing CEO of Rancho Coastal Humane Society. Hi, I'm Judy Sanzo, President and CEO of Rancho Coastal Humane Society. Here at Rancho Coastal, we're dedicated to saving lives of abandoned companion animals, promoting adoption into loving homes, and offering education programs and support services that inspire and strengthen the human-animal bond. What we offer goes far beyond the walls of our shelter, reaching to the areas of the community that need us most. Those efforts include our vet care program for seniors that helps pay for life-saving medical procedures for the pets of senior citizens. We also keep families together thanks to our Animal Safe House program. That unique program finds a safe place for the animals of crime victims, often domestic violence, while they find a new place to live. ASP also helps our military community. We also support pet owners who are down on their luck with our pet food bank, offering a way for them to feed their animals, no questions. Of course, we couldn't do all of this without the support of our community. Our generous donors keep the lights on and our animals warm, dry, and safe until they find their forever homes. We also have a little fun while raising money a few times a year with our Tees for Tails golf tournament in the spring and our annual celebration gala in September. This only begins to describe the work we do every day and the impact it has on our animal-loving community. Everyone is invited to learn more about Rancho Coastal Humane Society by visiting sdpets.org and come see us on campus. Thanks so much, Judy. We absolutely love Rancho Coastal and all the wonderful work you do for animals. Again, their website is sdpets.org, and we'll be posting this in the show notes too, so be sure to check them out. And remember, for all sales made on our website or on Etsy, we'll be donating 10% of all of those sales back to Rancho Coastal for the month of March. We all love going on fun and amazing adventures with our pets. Today, we'll discuss some safety precautions to take before, during, and after your shared journeys. All right, let's get started. Before heading out on any adventure, it's always important to make sure you're going to regular vet visits. Making sure vaccinations are up to date is so important. 
They can keep your dog safe from many harmful diseases and illnesses while you're on your outings. Regular vet visits will ensure that your best adventure buddy is always adventure ready. Things to take into consideration for safety before choosing your next adventure are the age of your dog, the size of your dog, and if your dog is physically healthy enough for the activity. You also want to consider your dog's current activity level, especially when attempting a strenuous activity. Just like you, your dog needs to work up gradually to being a marathon runner or a doggy sports star. (laughs) Yeah, I can totally relate to that personally. Whenever I get out of shape and I try to start running or jogging or exercising again, I am always huffing and puffing. Yeah, you know, when I started back running again, I made my Jack Russell my running partner. We started out pretty slow on shorter runs as we built Snoopy's endurance. At the same time, I was using myself back into running um, as I learned to live with my military-related injuries. So it's it's definitely a process. Um, and, you know, like they, they like to say, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Also, special care should be taken if your dog has any pre-existing conditions that would make an activity unsafe. As with any other health consideration, consult your vet if you have any questions. Yeah, our Jack Russell, Snoopy, you know, he loved the water. He was even my little surfer buddy for a while. But, um, you know, he's had epilepsy since he was a puppy, and when his seizures started getting more frequent and longer, we started him on medication. You know, it it helps him, but I would never want to put him in harm's way, so he stopped surfing with him. He still loves going to the beach. He loves digging in the sand and playing in the water, but um, unfortunately, just, just no more surfing for him. Another thing to think about when adventuring is the right gear to keep you and your pet safe. This would be like the right collar, harness, and leash for the activity that you're doing. You want to be sure to pick the right fit so that your dog can't get away, but it isn't too tight or pulling or rubbing too much that would hurt your little buddy. I usually like to use the two-finger rule for collars and harnesses, where if I can place two fingers between the collar or harness and the dog's body, then that's the right fit for, for us. I recommend the balance harness from Blue Nine to my training clients. It's versatile, secure, and comfortable for the dog. For water sport activities, consider purchasing a leash made of biothane. It's easy to clean and won't slip in your hands when wet. Definitely picking a leash that's the right style and feels comfortable and easy to hold for you and allows your dog just the right amount of freedom while still allowing you to maintain control over the activity. And don't forget the treat pouch and treats so you're always ready to reward your dog for good behavior. Yes! Another fun thing to think about when you're going out with your dog is clothing. Not only for fashion, which is totally important, but also for safety. Clothing could help keep your dog cleaner, but can also help keep them warm in colder climates. If you live in a colder climate, our shirts and hoodies are great to protect dogs from the cold. But if it's hot out, it may be best just to leave them naked. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes if it's too hot, you don't want them to wear any clothes. Or maybe you could bring a cooling blanket with you even to ensure that they don't overheat. Yeah, take breaks in the shade and offer lots of water on hot days. It's best not to overdo it. You know, other safety clothes like reflective strips, lighted collars at night, and of course life jackets when you're out enjoying the water activities are all things to research and think about. So what adventure will you go on? Whatever you decide, it's a great idea to check out the hours of the facility and if they actually do allow dogs. Believe it or not, some places don't. I know, it's crazy. And also, if it's close by, I like to go and scope it out first without the dogs in tow to make sure that it looks like something that we'll all enjoy doing. Absolutely, Jennifer. 
it's important to evaluate your dog's behavior to determine if they're going to enjoy the new activity. Some questions to ask yourself are, do they walk calmly on leash? Are they comfortable around unknown dogs and people? Are they able to sit, wait, and come in a variety of situations? Then, when you arrive at your chosen location, chill by the car for a few minutes to give your dog a chance to take in the exciting new sights, sounds, and scents before venturing into the environment. Great idea. Be on the lookout for signs your dog may be stressed, such as yawning, excessive panting, pinning their ears back, or tucking their tail. Be aware of your dog's body language throughout your adventure. You want your canine partner to be joyful and confident with her ears in a neutral position and moving in a loose, relaxed way. Don't give up if your dog doesn't love a particular activity. Simply try something different next time. There are plenty of great options out there. If you need additional help, contact a qualified trainer who uses positive dog-friendly methods. Great point, Lisa. I love surfing. Our dog Lucy is a golden retriever cocker spaniel mix. You would think she would be a great water dog with a mix of breeds. But when we took her to the beach for the first time, she wanted nothing to do with the water. She would cower down and pull back if we walked too close to the water. Um, just did not want to go in it. you know. So we, we found that she really enjoys hiking and exploring the trails the best. So, you know, that's that's it. That's what we do with Lucy. She's our hiker dog, um, doesn't really enjoy the beach, so we don't we don't force it on her. Um, but, you know, you get to that hiking trail and her face just lights up. I mean, she she absolutely loves hiking. Yes, she does. Something else to think about on your venture is what time of day you go. If you want to go on a quick outing after work, say, you want to make sure there's adequate lighting if it gets dark and also be aware of the wildlife you may encounter. This could be snakes or coyotes on hikes or jellyfish and stingrays in the ocean, for example. Staying alert and knowing the area are great ways at keeping you and your pet safe on outings. I have also heard of uh, classes that they have for dogs for snake avoidance training and stuff like that. Those are really great ideas if you're going to do a lot of hiking. We've been really lucky we haven't come across um, any dangerous snakes that were that close, but... um, Another thing to think about while you're hiking is um, if your dog might be reactive to something that you don't know about. For example, our dog Lucy, she um, does not react to you know other dogs or people on the leash or anything. But whenever she sees a rabbit on the trail, she gets so excited and she's definitely uh, wanting to chase that that uh, rabbit and she gets into that uh, really strong prey drive so um, that's something we've found that we need to work on with her and sometimes you don't know what will become an issue until it's an issue so um, it's always great to be prepared for anything yeah that's why you definitely want to keep a um, good grip on that leash at all times too because with lucy going after those rabbits man yeah and i've also heard of some dogs being um really into uh different lizards or birds and you just never know yeah and even on those quick getaways you still want to be sure to bring all the essentials on any adventure this means having enough water for you and your dogs food or treats a first aid kit, and a phone with a GPS. Having these can ensure you are prepared and ready even if something unexpected happens. 
And of course, you want to have a phone or camera to take lots of photos to share with us of your fun times together. And tag us at Fetch the Sun on Instagram. We love seeing all those cool adventure pups out there. So as you prepare and plan for your adventure, just take a moment to make sure your dog has its ID tags attached and make sure that those they're securely attached to the collar with the accurate phone number listed. You know, I often hear about dogs who get lost at Dog Beach or, you know, they're spooked by something while off leash. Um, and because they have their tags and that good phone number listed, they're quickly reunited thanks to those dog tags. Yeah, in fact, we just found a neighbor's dog outside by Busy Road and we were able to secure and call the number on its tag. We knew the dog's name too, which made him very happy. It was Polar Bear, remember? Oh man, I love that dog. Yeah, he was so cute and he started wagging his tail when I said his name. His owners didn't even know he had slipped out the back gate when their gardeners were there. We were really happy to reunite Polar Bear so quickly and get him to safety away from that busy street. Yeah, what a, what a sweet, sweet pup. And you know, microchipping is also a good idea. Um, in case the collar slips off during an outing, someone can get your dog scanned and know how to find you. Safety is always being prepared for the unexpected. Yes, Steve. Microchipping is so important. Remember, though, that it only works if the contact information associated with the chip is correct. Make sure to update your information with the microchip company if your address or phone number changes, or if the microchip dog is new to you. That's so true. Yeah. Recently, I spent several hours trying to reunite a microchip dog with his owner when it should have taken much less time. The dog had changed owners several times, and the contact information had never been updated. Thankfully, I was eventually able to find the correct owner and reunite him with his dog. The moral of the story? Make it as easy as possible for Good Samaritans to find you if you and your dog ever get separated. That's great advice, Lisa. And remember, there's still a few precautions you need to take once your adventure is done. Be sure to check your pup for stickers, ticks, foxtails, irritations, excess sand, etc. Check between their paws, their belly, neck, behind and in their ears. Give them a bath if needed. And even after your activity, make sure they're getting plenty of water and food. And they'll probably want to take a nice long nap. The more you do fun adventures with your dogs, the easier it becomes. Like anything else, practice makes easier. You will have the right gear you need, the know-how, and just go out and enjoy and have fun. You can make memories that last a lifetime. All right, so that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. And a big, big thank you to Lisa from The Uncommon Canine. If you're in the San Diego area and you're looking for an amazing trainer, check her out at theuncommoncanine.com. You could find the link in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. Thanks again for having me on the podcast. It was a lot of fun. It sure was, Lisa, and we hope to have you back soon. Be sure to check out Fetch the Sun's apparel that's made for dogs and humans who love adventure. Go to fetchthesun.com and use coupon code FTSPODCAST10 to save 10% off your purchase. And right now, all orders being delivered within the United States qualify for free shipping. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and tune in to our Fetch the Sun channel wherever you get your podcast from. Until next time, let's keep those tails wagging.